Welcome to Nali Bali. It's time for a story, a time where we can journey to many places and meet different faces. Today's story is called Makwelane and the Crocodile. In a land of hills and rivers lived a girl called Magwelane. Her home was down in a valley where the millie field weaved its way through the countryside like a big yellow snake. When Magwelane was born, she was shown to her father first. She made his heart jump with happiness. He laughed and held her up high and said, <laughs> This child was made for music. Her name will be Makwalane. Then he made her her own music maker, a Makwalane. Whenever Makwalane felt lonely, she would fetch her music maker and sing a song, sometimes to the sun and sometimes to the river. She sang to anything that would listen and carried her music maker on her back all day. Of all of the people, Makwelane loved her grandma, Goko, most. Goko lived beside the water, and to get to her home, you had to walk all along the river, right to the other side of the big rock. One day, Makwelane asked her mama, May, may we please go and visit Goko today? I'm very busy today. You can't walk there on your own, Makwelane, said her mama. Why not? Makwelane, I keep telling you, there's a nasty crocodile that lives in the river. <laughs> he can catch and eat anything, even little girls, said Daddy. Mama sighed. <sighs> I'm sorry, Makwelane. You can't walk there on your own. Maybe one day when you are bigger. <coughs> Makwelane stamped her foot. But I am bigger now. I am taller than Daddy's Esagai. Mama, you have been saying when you're bigger, when you're bigger, since I was smaller than Daddy's Nopkeri. Daddy laughed. <laughs> I think your child has a point. He fetched his Esagai and measured it against Magwilane. Whoa, see, she is taller than my Esagai. I'm sure she'll be careful and only walk on the footpath. Mama thought for a very long time. Hmm, All right, Makwelani. Tomorrow you may go and visit Gogo. But promise me you will stay far away from the river. All that day, Makwelani worked hard to help Mama. First, they went to do the washing at the river. Mama sang beautifully. Makwelani sang along with her. But all the time, her heart sang its own song. One more day, one more night, then I'm going to Coco. When Mama and Makwelani walked home, the rock pigeon called after them. Mind the crocodile. Crick, 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 crick. Watch out, watch out. Crick, 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 crick. Look out, look out called the cricket, but Makwelani was too excited to hear. Her heart was beating. Ba-boom, ba-boom, 
Ba-boom, ba-boom. A while later, they were crushing millies. At last, the sun set over the water. Before she went to sleep, Makwelani and her music maker sang a song to the moon. Oh, moon, moon, moon. When Makwelani opened her eyes the next morning, her heart was beating. Ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. Coco, 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 I'm going to visit my Coco. Then she put her music maker on her back and said goodbye to her father and her mother. Remember the big crocodile? Mama called after her. Stick to the footpath. But all Makulana heard was the baboom, baboom, baboom of her heart. At last she was going to visit Coco. Singing happily, Makwelani skipped along the footpath. Oh, path, 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 oh, by the river. Butterfly came rushing by, flapping her wings in a flurry. Flappity flap, flappity flap, beware, beware, take care, take care. The crocodile, I saw him, he's scaly and scary and ugly and yucky. Don't worry, Butterfly, I'll sing you a song and soon you'll feel better. Makwelana sang about the beautiful day and the flowers that smell so sweet and about her gogo. Then she said goodbye and walked on. By then Makwelani was feeling tired. She sat down on a rock next to the footpath and took a sip of her sour milk from the calabash she was carrying. Beware! Beware, take care, warned the yellow-billed stork wading in the shallow water. The crocodile with his sly little eyes is lying in the water. Don't worry, yellow-billed stork, I'll sing you a song and you'll soon feel better. Makwilani sang about the sparkling water and the wind that blew the reeds and about her gogo. When her song was done, Yellowbull Stork flew away. <laughs> what are you singing about? Makwilani heard a voice ask. It came from the tree stump, drifting among the reeds. Eh? Eh? Excuse me? Makwilani said, and then she saw that it was not a tree stump talking to her, but what looked like a, a giant sort of lizard. Oh, Mr. Lizard, you nearly gave me a fright. I'm singing about my Coco, who lives on the other side of the big rock, but I have to go now. I have to get to my Coco. And she skipped down the footpath. Crocodile smiled, his sweetest smile, and swam swiftly away through the green water. He knew where Makwalani's granny lived, and he knew if he was quick and clever, he could have both Gogo and Makwalani for lunch. Quietly, quietly, Crocodile inched his way closer and closer. Gogo heard nothing and saw nothing. Meanwhile, Makulani was skipping along the footpath. It wasn't far to Gogo's house now. 
But suddenly, she stopped in her tracks and froze in fright. She remembered what everyone had told her. Scaly and scary, with, with, with sly little eyes, <gasps> waiting in the water. That was no giant lizard. That was <gasps> crocodile. Makwelani started running as fast as she could, and all the while she sang her song. The closer she got, the louder she sang. But then Crocodile had almost reached Goko. Crocodile knew it was his moment to attack, but just in time, Goko opened her eyes and she screamed and jumped out of the way. Crocodile charged. Aibo! Aibo! Gogo grabbed a stick and poked it at him, but Crocodile's skin was very thick. His big body waddled closer to her. Running as fast as she could, Makwelani reached the last turn in the path. Gogo's house was just ahead. When Makwelani turned the corner, she saw Crocodile. She screamed at the top of her voice, and for a moment, Crocodile forgot all about Gogo. Makwelani charged at Crocodile and hurled her calabash at him as hard as she could. But Crocodile just shook his head and opened his big mouth. Makwelani saw his sharp teeth. Then she flung her music maker's bow at him. The bow hit him right in the eye. Crocodile roared in pain. His body swayed from side to side and his long tail flopped up and down as he moved even closer. Push the Makwalane into his mouth! The Makwalane got stuck right in Crocodile's mouth. He could not close his mouth, nor could he open it. He shook and shook his great head, but the music maker was stuck. All Crocodile could do then was to go back to the water with the Makwalane still stuck in his mouth. We won! We won! We taught Crocodile a lesson! She grabbed Gogo around the waist and they danced till they were both out of breath. We won, won, won! We won, won, won! And so we come to the end of today's story on Nali Bali. Did you know reading and telling stories to children at home can help them become better learners at school? If you would like more stories to read to children or for your children to enjoy on their own, visit www.nalibali.mobi on your cell phone where you will find a number of stories in various languages for free. You'll also find tips for reading and sharing stories with children to encourage their potential. That's nalibali.mobi. Or find Nali Bali on Facebook and mix it. Look out for the Nali Bali newspaper supplement with great stories and activities available in various languages in the Sunday world in Gauteng, KwaZulu Natal, and the Free State, the Sunday Times Express in the Western Cape, the Eastern Cape's Daily Dispatch on Tuesdays, and the Herald on Thursdays. Story power. Bring it home. Nali Bali, oh.